Hello, hello, and welcome back to Retrieving Sanity with your host, Keegan. Today I want to talk about something that some people are not going to agree with, kind of like anything else on here, but I have a feeling that a lot of people could actually hear this and make sense of it or utilize it. Up to you. So, if you want a little idea of what we have to go through, and by we, I mean the afflicted ones, if you want an idea of what we go through, or rather how difficult it is to be in recovery, try out the 12 steps. Just do it. Everyone has an addiction. Guarantee it. Name something that you know you can't go without. Probably your cell phone, right? Or something similar. Well, the thing is, is that everyone has an addiction. Everyone has a different drug of choice. And that's the thing. Some of these addictions are actually healthy, productive. And then some of them, like drugs and alcohol, are self-destructive and, well, just completely unhealthy. But the thing is... Even those that are in the gray area of healthy and productive or self-destructive and deadly, there's some murky lines that really almost verge one way or the other. And it can be difficult to navigate those and keep your normal life going. Unless, of course, you know, your entire life is revolving around your addiction, because then it's not considered an addiction. Then it's a passion or a hobby or a career. But the thing is, working these 12 steps, anyone can do them. It is not exclusively for addicts or alcoholics. The thing is, what the 12 steps do for us is to help bring us consciously closer to our higher power. There's really not much more than that, but the thing is, is these steps, they actually teach us how to be better people, how to be the best version of ourselves. And that's difficult. After sitting there for so long, being the worst version of yourself, it's hard to, well... Ring out the cloth, if you will. It's pretty stained. But the thing is, is that it can and is done on a daily basis. Just look at someone that is in recovery. And guess what? Sometimes you may not even know because it can be literally anyone. Because addiction doesn't care who you are, where you're from, how much money you have, no nothing. It doesn't care. It'll get you if it wants you. But the thing is, whenever we're in our shit, sorry, lack of a better term, while we're there, we just let life envelop us in such negativity that we can't see the world and all the beautiful things in it. Whenever the inside, whenever your head your heart, whenever those 
are corrupt and negative, you view the world as a negative. However, to turn that around, you have to start changing your heart and your head. Because then what happens is that you actually start to essentially roll back time. But not quite really. The thing is, it changes your perspective. Changing that perspective gives you a whole nother little bit of life. Because as you see the world, so it is in your heart. So, just throwing that out there. But the thing about the 12 steps, they teach us how to be better people. They teach us how to be closer to our higher power, whatever it may be, or he or she, whatever. And the thing is, with those, we get to build a new life. We get to reestablish ourselves with ourselves. Because whenever we're in our active addiction, whenever we're the worst version of ourselves, the other part kind of just shrivels and falls behind. So whenever we start working the steps, it's like we're going literal steps back to find us, pick us up, and then dust ourselves off, and then take it on the journey that is, this is what we did while you were gone. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. It's going to take a little bit of a cleaning up. But if you need me, I'll just be over there in that corner. Yeah, that's our addiction talking to our better self. So that better self is just left there trying to pick all this stuff up that the addiction caused. And the problem with that is that it is very very difficult again if you want to know what some of us or rather those that actively work a program of recovery if you want to know just a little bit of how it is try working the 12 steps honestly and uh, tenaciously because they're not easy no one said recovery is easy whatsoever in fact, it's the second hardest thing I've ever had to do. Or is it the first? It's a tie between that and learning how to be happy again. That was scary and very difficult because I don't want to hurt again. But that's what caused me to just kind of slip and fall and just keep rolling down that hill. And some people have the same experience. And it's not easy at all. I don't know how much I can reiterate that to literally get it through some of y'all. It's not easy. Try working your 10, 11, and how about this? Just work all of them. Because step four, whenever you get to put down all the bad stuff you've done and put it down onto paper, you just made that 
memory much more real. And now you have to face that. Find out your character defects, right? Those in recovery, you know what I'm talking about. And then, all the way down at step eight and nine, you get to figure out who you did wrong to. And guess what? Now you have to go and make amends. Not apologize, make amends. Make it right. If it is so possible, so long as you don't go and cause more harm in doing so. Now, step 10 is an interesting one because you do it as you're going through your day. This one is difficult because, let's put it like this. If you're at Target or whatever grocery store, you're going to sit there and get in a line. And every time someone pisses you off or annoys you, whatever, you have to let the person behind you in front of you. And you got to do that until you stop getting mad. That's kind of one of the step 10 things, but that's a little different too. But 10 is all about if you do wrong, you make it right, right there as fast as you can. So, a lot of us like to say, I was justified. I deserved to feel that way. Well, were you? Probably not. But maybe you were. And for the times that you are entirely justified, just think about your mindset. That's the part that you gotta work on. Sometimes your actions or lack thereof, speak for you, but sometimes what's in your head and in your heart speaks for you even better. Some people can't see that, some people do, but only you know what's in your head and what's in your heart. And if there's a lot of hate and anger, a lot of jealousy, envy, you're going to look at the world and, well sunglasses I don't know another better way to say that you're not going to see all the good that is actually out there and it sucks because whenever you can't see the good it makes you go well what's the fucking point why am I here what am I supposed to do no one cares about me no one cares what I do which don't get me wrong whenever I was young I wanted to be invisible. The problem with that, I didn't know that it was so damn lonely. And I mean, lonely. You can probably relate. But you see, the thing is, you don't have to be addicted to anything to be a bad person. All it takes is just what's in your head and in your heart. There are some people that are working, quote-unquote, a recovery path, but they're not actively doing the steps. You can differentiate those that are working the steps and not by how much of a, quote-unquote, dry drunk they are. Some people don't work the steps, and it shows. 
Some people hardly work the steps, but it works for them. Everyone is a little different. Each recovery path is highly individualized. So I say this because, again, you don't have to have an active addiction to be the worst version of yourself. It can just be who you are. And I'm not speaking directly about you. I'm talking about that asshole over there. Yeah, that guy. Or girl. Person. <laughs> but, again, working these steps teach us how to be better. Not think better necessarily, but to change our actions. And through that, our mindset, and through that, our perspective. Once you can see through a different lens, the possibilities start opening up. And, dare I say, it's beautiful. Hmm. Maybe awe-inspiring. Oh, and quick side note. If you have not seen the full night sky in all of its glory, the Milky Way, the stars, everything, if you haven't seen that in person, go do it. Get out in the middle of nowhere and just wait until night. And then whenever the stars start showing up, it will change your life guaranteed because that's one thing this guy misses a whole lot here in Dallas I can't see jack diddly besides like Jupiter Saturn the moon and then Capella and something else but it's very few and far between sorry about that but that's another thing that'll help you change your perspective changing your perspective is, well, easy and hard, but it's always towards the negative that's easy. For some reason, it's just lower, like a low air pressure system. Everything goes towards the low because that's how it settles. So if your baseline is negative, it's easy to fall right back in. That's why they say being happy is a choice. Being joyous is a choice. Being grateful is a choice. And a lot of it is. But the thing is, you can't just wish it and it's all right. As someone once told me, actually, Jim Epperson, if you're listening, this one's to you. A prayer without action is just a complaint and whenever I heard that I was like motherfucker <laughs> but it's true you can wish you can pray all you want for anything and well everything but the point is unless you do something about it towards that prayer it's never going to happen. It's kind of like 
setting up dominoes. And you just stand there waiting for them to fall down. And you go, hmm. I wish those, you know, would start toppling. That'd be pretty cool. Hey, God. Hey, higher power. Can you, uh, kick that first one for me? Just, you know. It's not going to happen. <laughs> if it does, well, you got a poltergeist. <laughs> but the thing is, without that action, it's not going to happen. Something needs a catalytic effect. And with the butterfly effect, it can be holding the door open for a stranger. It can be wishing someone a good day, giving someone a compliment, sitting there and saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong, whenever you're wrong, instead of, you know, fuming about it, justifying how you feel. You want to change how you feel, you change how you act. How you act changes how you feel. It's a, one of those little happy paradoxes that exist in recovery. But remember, you don't have to have an addiction to work these steps. But you probably do have an addiction. Hopefully it's just like happy, productive, and healthy. So if so, good job. Proud for you. Keep it going. And for those that are in my boat, remember, it's one day at a time, not 10 at once. And it's another day above the roses. So with this, I want to ask, leave a like, leave a comment if you work the steps or if you know someone that could benefit from doing so. I appreciate everyone that listens, and whether you know it or not, you'll make my day every day. So, until I see y'all next time, Shlan!